Blog Talk Radio.
All right. Well, welcome back to another edition of Prayer International. It was Chris Herzog. I'll be your host this evening. And just want to thank you for tuning in. You know, we are blessed to have you be part of our spiritual family, our radio family, online family, however you want to term it. And that's just the thing, you know, the beauty of this is is that we can via internet, via radio, anywhere in the world, you know, right from our homes, our office, wherever we're at. And we don't have to leave or worry about traffic, worry about getting a good seat, even, you know, worrying about, you know, whether the clothes are pressed or, you know, whatever the case is. But praise God, you know, we've got the technology, we've got this ability to go into the four corners of the earth and preach the gospel. And you know that with the technology, it's made it very simple. So we just praise God for that. Listen, if you need to call in, our call number is 619-638-8458. You can also email us at international at gmail.com or you can check out the website we're at www.prayerinternational.org we just want to open up in a word of prayer we just want to thank uh, those of you that have taken the time to send in prayer requests you know we are taking prayer requests you can go to our website and check out the prayer request page or you can email us and send them that way also uh, we have the chat room Opening up right now, and you can get in there and feel asked for prayer in the chat room as well. And, you know, if you'll get in the chat room, a lot of times different people will be in and out of there. You can build, uh, you know, your spiritual family, build your fellowship, build your um, selves up uh, by communing one with another in the chat room. And so that's a good way uh, to do so. So we just encourage that. Let's pray. Father, we just give you praise. We thank you for your goodness, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for everything that you're doing tonight. Father, once again, Lord, we ask, Lord God, your blessing upon Israel, Father, upon Jerusalem, Lord, especially right now with everything that's going on in the Middle East, everything that's going on with Iran and those target events that are taking place over the last few weeks. And, Father, we thank you, Lord God. We just want to let people know uh, that we have actually deployed and put 9,000, or will be by the end of the week, not a but about 9,000 troops have been deployed over to Israel. And we will find out as things unfold. But just before we're going to pray for America's involvement, pray for what's going on there. So, Father, we thank you, Lord God, for everything that you're doing. Lord, we pray for wisdom concerning America's involvement with Israel, Father, and everything that's taking place there. It's your hand of protection over Israel. Father God, we pray people right now, Father. We also pray for America, Lord God. We pray your kingdom come. Your will be that you would raise up your kingdom agenda. Your agenda, Father, in the hearts of your people. And Lord God, we just pray for our president to have wisdom in the decisions that are being made. And also, Lord God, 
We pray for the people that the in prosperity of Jerusalem and the protection of Jerusalem. And Father, we thank you, Lord God, that Jesus Christ, Yeshua Hamashiach, will be revealed to the people as the soon coming King, the coming Messiah. In Jesus. Amen. Father, also we want to pray for the United States of America for all the continental United States and those in North America, Canada, Alaska, those around Hawaii, Father God, and even Mexico and Central America. Father, we pray for those in Australia, Lord, those, Father God, in Singapore and China and Thailand, Father God, those in USSR, Russia, Soviet Union, Father God, we pray for those in Turkey and Kuwait and Afghanistan. Father, we just pray right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, for those that are in Norway and Denmark. Lord, those that are in Sweden, Father, those in Iceland. Father, we pray for those that are in New Zealand. Father, we pray for those that are in Hungary, Romania. Father, we pray for the island. We pray, Father God, for South Africa, for Africa. Father, we pray, Lord God, for China, for Japan, for Thailand. Father, we pray for Germany and, and England. And we pray, Lord God, that your glory would cover the earth as the waters cover the sea, Lord. We just thank you. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' Amen. All right. Well, praise God. Listen, we're going to go into time of worship briefly and just take some time to take some prayer requests. I see who's out there. It looks like we've got a few callers in the chat room, so we're just going to take them in the order that they called. Kind of, you know, check that out and see what we can do there and why we're going into a time of worship. And then we're going to be back in about 15 minutes or so. And we'll drive So praise God.
what my eyes will see when your face is before me. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Surrounded by your glory, one will my heart feel? Will I dance for you, Jesus? Or in all of you be still? Will I stand in your presence? To my knees, will I fall? Will I sing hallelujah? Will I be able to
Uh, well, sorry about that. I'm trying to get used to this guy. We decided to go and try the Skype on for International, so we're still using the technology and getting used to a few things. So bear with us. Well, it's 11 o'clock Central Standard Time, and welcome back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'll be your host this evening. And you know, it's January 16, 2012, starting of a new year. And the majority of this year, we've been talking about prayer and communicating with and I think is the first fruit offering here at Pro International focus our attention and focus our hearts on what it really means to commune and pray and seek the face of God. Now we talk a lot about prayer and usually in the context it's in the context of speaking or being vocal in our communion under the Lord. Over the last 10 years, I'd say, maybe 15, there's been a lot of emphasis on soaking prayer or receiving prayer. And this soaking prayer is nothing more than just cultivating the heart of praise and worship. Sometimes it's sitting quietly before the Lord, maybe with instrumental music in the background or silence. And what this is is an opening up of the heart, an opening up of the spirit, and putting us in a position Use the word of God. The Bible says, Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. Now, why would the psalmist, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, put that there? The busyness of life and the hurriedness of all the things that bide for our time and attention constantly pulling. And these are just normal things our jobs, our household, our home life, rather, and our families, maybe our spouses, if you And even if you're single, just your household, everything you have to do around the house. Your family, mother, father, sisters, brothers, cousins, aunts, uncles, whoever. Church activity, worship services, Bible studies, meetings. And then our jobs, sometimes 8, 10, 12 hours of our day, depending on how long you work. And your drive to and from, and the time you spend in traffic, 
and the time you spend is getting ready. And so constantly we fill up our day with different things, whatever it is. And oftentimes, our minds and our hearts and our spirits frazzled because we don't to be still or center ourselves or focus, if you will, and we talked about this last night a few nights ago, on the things of God. That's a place inside inside our hearts, for the Holy Spirit to speak to us and to lead us, to guide us, to give us peace and direction. So the psalmist says, be still and know that I am God. And if you're going to have an intimate knowledge, an experiential knowledge, an understanding of who God is, you need to learn to cultivate your heart by getting still before God. The Bible says, those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. They shall fly. Soar. Soaring with the Lord. Soaring with the Spirit of God. See, you're a spirit being the Christ comes into your life, the Holy Spirit comes into your life, and you're made alive. Your capacity at that point, or the ability to receive the presence and the glory of God into your life. See Jesus by the blood of Christ. He's given us access to the throne room. He's given us access to the glory and the presence of God. Because oftentimes, we get so busy with all our activities, and even our perspective and our understanding, sometimes, uh, you know, it, it took a long time for me to even understand these things. Nobody ever taught me these things. I didn't understand these things in the Word of God. And it was a progressive learning. It didn't just happen at once. But my understanding grew. Just as your understanding, as just as a child, you learn some things and you develop mentally, you develop emotionally, you develop physically. Well, as a child of God, you develop spiritually through experiencing the presence and the glory of God and gaining an understanding of what's in the written word of God. And as you quiet yourself on the inside and as you learn on the Lord and his presence and the prayer, you'll realize that sometimes prayer is not just asking, but it's also receiving. Ask and you shall receive. 
seat to find in the door of the oven. Well, a lot of times we ask, and many, many, many times, sins here comes the receiving. Many do not, do not, and we bombard half our heads, crying out to the Father, crying out to Jesus, and looking for answers. And God tries to lead us to those doors that are opened, or the doors that are about to swing open with the solutions. But we get so busy that we don't quiet down. We don't take time to listen. We don't take time for the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us. And oftentimes in my life, listen, this is experience. Oftentimes in my life, I get so busy and so caught up. That I don't take time to listen. And so I miss out on some of the amazing things that the Lord has prepared for me. Now, some of those things He may bring back around. But some of those things, I believe, just like anything, have an expiration date. At least here on this earth, you may get a blessing and you may get some type of reward in eternity. I, I don't know how all that works on that side, except for what the Word of God says about certain things. God. Is wanting us, I believe, through what I understand in the scripture, to seek him, but also find, to ask, and also receive. Not only to pray and say things to the Lord, but he also wants to lead us and speak to us and guide us and give us the answers and solutions to our prayers. And not everything that you face in life is going to be detailed in the Word of God. Now, there are outlines, and there are some things that are standard, the Ten Commandments, okay, creation. Okay, but when it comes to the address of your new home or the naked model of your new car, you're not going to just flip the Bible pages open and, and there it is. Some things God has to speak and lead you into and direct you. And if we can learn to get quiet before the Lord and get still in His presence, and begin to wait 
and begin to cultivate an atmosphere and a heart of listening to the Holy Spirit leading and guiding us on a daily basis. The amazing treasures, the amazing rewards and, and treasures of God that we'll step into. The opportunities that we'll have if we just learn to turn an ear to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to us. It's like this. The book of Proverbs says, The hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord has made them both. The hearing ear In the seeing eye, the Lord has made them both. And all who are thirsty, and all who are weak, come to the fountain. And if you heart in the streams of life at the pain and the sorrow be washed away in the waves of his mercy, mercy as deep cries out to Oh, who are thirsty? And oh, 
All right, well, welcome back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'll be your host for the rest of tonight. We were having some technical difficulties earlier, so we had to break for a song, I guess, or two, and kind of iron it out. I guess our uh, Skype connection wasn't as good as the phone connection from what we hear, so we tried to make some adjustments with the microphone. Um, if you want to, you can kind of let us know in the chat room how that is, uh, if you guys can hear us or can't, or, you know, if something changes, please let us know. So if you need to call in, our number is 619-638-8458. You can look at the website, check that out, www.prayerinternational.com. O-R-G. And as always, you can email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. So let's go before the Lord, just ask his blessing on this so we don't have any more technical difficulties. And we'll just go forward and pick up our teaching where we left off. So, Father, we just thank you, Lord God, for your goodness. Lord, we just give you all the praise, all the glory, all the honor. We just ask your blessing, Father, as we just got get back into our teaching tonight. We just praise you, Father. We ask that you would speak to our hearts. Show us, Father, your ways. Teach us, Father, to be still and to know that you are God. Teach us to hear your voice, to hear your spirit. Father, you said they that know their God strong and do great and mighty exploits. So, Father, we just say, Father, reveal your heart to us through your Holy Scripture. Reveal your heart to us. Through the person of Jesus Christ. Reveal your heart to us, Father. Through the presence and the glory and the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, we just thank you, Lord. We give you all the glory. You're the only one worthy in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so hopefully that's better. So we were talking about cultivating an atmosphere, cultivating a heart to hear the Lord. You know, once we come in and we ask and we seek and we knock, we need to realize that not only do we need to ask, seek, and knock, but we need to receive, we need to find, and doors need to be open. You know, when you go to a door and you knock on it, Usually, you don't just go to a door to beat on it. When you knock on the door, you expect somebody to be on the other side of the door and for them to open the door to you. And in prayer, when you're asking and you're seeking God and you're knocking on heaven's door, expect an answer. Expect God to bring direction and guidance into your life. 
And if not only through the Holy Scripture, only through the Word of God, but through the godly influences, the godly people, some of the opportunities that are presented before you in your life. Sometimes God speaks to us through our circumstances. Always does God speak to us through the Bible, through the Scripture. But oftentimes, God will lead us with what we call an inner witness or, uh, you know, the, the inner man. He speaks to us in our spirit, man, our conscience. That little thing that goes off inside of you, all of a sudden uh, there's that part of you that tells you right or wrong. Or you say something, and then all of a sudden that, that little voice goes off on the inside and says you should have said that. Or slow down a little bit. Pause before you lose your goal. Or maybe rethink through that before you say or do a certain thing. So sometimes God speaks to us on the inside, into our conscience, our inner man. And that's the Holy Spirit speaking to our spirit. Now, get these leadings and we get these feelings. Obviously, we need to pray about them. And oftentimes, seek counsel, seek answers even in the work of But we are making reference to how busy throughout our day and so many things compete with our time and our attention that we miss some of the obvious leadings of God as he's trying to direct us. We we call these things gut feelings. You know, I grew up, and oftentimes I heard the phrase, I have a gut feeling about this. And as a teenager, I spent some time in church. And we would use this phrase, you know in your knower. You just know something on the inside. And even though somebody may be telling you one thing, and even though something may appear a certain way, you just know that you know that you know on the inside. And sometimes we need to be sensitive to these even in our Christianity. Now, we start talking like this, and people say, oh, brother, that sounds kind of... You know, it sounds kind of out there. Now listen. God created us as spiritual beings. And many times because we have a misunderstanding or, or not a total understanding of a concept or of a certain spiritual truth, we steer clear away from it. We, we try to just forget about it. 
And listen, part of the problem in our modern Western thought is that we have so theologized everything and we've overanalyzed everything so much. Now, I'm not telling you not to think through things. And I'm not telling you not to have a proper, good, grounded theology. We need to have a good foundation of God. We need to not just accept everything blindly. We need to research it, study to show ourselves approved. We need to look into things to see only when we know truth can we truly? And even God says, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. And many times that could be biblical knowledge. It could be experiential knowledge. It could be current event knowledge, world news knowledge, or even just looking into history to find out what's happened up until this point, even outside of the biblical history of things. We're talking history as a whole. Knowledge, in one sense, we can become so consumed with knowledge that we get puffed up and prideful and egotistical because we think we know so much we've arrived somewhere. But we're not talking about that. You know, and of course, if you are that way, we need to obviously repent and pride and be humble in our dealings with the humble in our seeking of God. Learn to get and allow the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us on the inside. And as we develop and grow, we don't always have to run to a quote-unquote prayer room or prayer place or prayer closet or secret place, although I would suggest finding a place to pray. It may be your car on the way to work or on the way home. It may be an actual closet. It may be a place in your room. It may be a place in your home or a park place in your office or job or whatever the situation is. You can find a place to pray and quiet or get some really anointed Holy Ghost music that helps you get into the presence of God to play in the background. I would suggest when you're praying for God to speak to you on the inside that you try to avoid real loud vocal music because it could drown up or distract um, from what the Lord's trying to lead you. A lot of times we call this journaling where we pray and we worship the Lord and we take care of our business with the Lord. And what I mean by that is that in Genesis somewhere and it was something like this. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
So that immediately established us speaking to God as our Father and worship praising Him, giving Him all the glory and honor and praise. And then it was, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done, which establishes God's plans and purposes and not our own. At that point, we lay down pride and come in humility. But there's there's more to it. It says, our debts says, well, give us the fair daily bread. But it says this, forgive us our sins or our debts as we forgive those who have sinned against us or trespassed against us. And forgiveness is a huge key in prayer. The things in your heart that you need to lay down with God and ask God for forgiveness for there's people in your life that have wounded you or offended you. Maybe you need to come to the Lord. Because listen, oftentimes our prayers will not get answered if we don't make our peace with God. I mean, yes, we're children of God. But all throughout Scripture, we're constantly told, if you have an issue with your brother, before you bring your gift to the altar, make your peace and then come and pray. And even in the book of John, we're told, you can't say you hate your brother and say you have the love of God in your heart. It's the book of 1 John. I believe it's chapter 2. Read it. It's a good one. For the sake of time, we won't, but we'll probably get into it on the show at some point. So, we need to make our peace with and get to a place where we experience his presence, experience his peace. Because see, God leads us in peace. God leads us by his presence. Just like he led the Israelites through the desert. A cloud by day and a fire by night. And God led them out by a spirit, by his presence. Constantly, if you read not only the Gospels, which talk about the way Jesus lived his life, but the book of Acts, which was New Testament Christianity, about the way the followers of Christ, the believers, lived their lives, they were driven or led by the spirit. The spirit told them to go. The Spirit bid them to go. The Spirit spoke and said. And so when the Spirit of God is speaking, oftentimes we're so busy doing what we're doing that we miss what He's trying to say to our hearts. And we miss His direction. See, when we bask God, 
Of course it's going to answer with you. Listen, Jeremiah, Jeremiah 33 3 says this. Call unto me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things that thou knowest. Listen. Call unto me. And what? I will answer you. Now, if God says he's going to answer you, then he's going to answer you. But a lot of times we get so busy that we don't even know that he's speaking to us. We don't even recognize that he's trying to talk to us on the inside. He's trying to pull us this way or pull us that way or, or warn us about something or caution us. Maybe we get that gut feeling like this isn't a good thing. But we do it anyway. And then all of a sudden, it has consequences. And I'm not talking about sin. I'm talking about even business decisions or relationship decisions or friendships in our lives where we make decisions, make whatever, and then the next thing you know, we're headed down around the path. Or all hell breaks loose, and we don't know what in the world's going on. We're so far away. Even Proverbs said this, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. But listen, how is he going to direct your path? He's going to speak to you. He's going to answer And he's going to show you something. He's either going to show you something or he's going to speak to you and answer you something. And you need to always have your spiritual ears and your spiritual eyes open. Now, how do you keep your spiritual And how do you hearing? You gauge it by the Word of God. The Bible is your measuring stick. The Bible is your plumb line. It's your tape measure. Whatever you want to call it. It's your mirror. And as you look through the Word of God into each situation, as you look through the Word of God into each relationship, as you look through the Word concerning every situation, for every person, will help keep you as God directs your path. It'll keep you on the path of the Lord. See, look, if if God's your shepherd, if Jesus is your shepherd and you're a sheep, Psalm twenty-three is my shepherd. I show not what I want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still water. 
He does what? He waits. Where? Besides still waters. Places of peace. Why? Because when you can get still and know that he is, when you get quiet in the secret place and you begin to call out to God, and he can answer you. What do you say? I'll lead you in paths of righteousness from the eight. Paths of righteousness. I mean, get your path carved out for you. God has a path to lead you in a plan and a plan. He says, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to give you a hope in the future. He knows the plans he has for you. Plans to give you an expected end. Plans to give you an expected end. That means you can expect something good in the end. You can have hope if you're in a lot of spirit and the word of the Lord to lead you. It is obeying and, and following and doing what you hear. And doing what you know in your heart is the right thing to do. That's a good place to start off. Have a seared conscience because of sin. If you have a defiled conscience because of disobedience. Let me say this. Sin will dull your hearing. Sin will dull your spiritual hearing. It will. It'll dull your spiritual senses. And that's why it's important we try to make peace with God in every area and try to be obedient to the word of the Lord in each area. Now, I'm not saying we have to beat ourselves up with the law and burn ourselves and wear ourselves down. But there is a liberty in Christ. There's a liberty and a freedom in Christ. There is a grace and a peace in Christ. But see, his love and his grace and the, and the power of the Holy Spirit and that liberty and freedom of his presence will help sin. Not only will Christ forgive sin, but he can help deliver you from the power of bondage and the power of sin. And he'll lead you and guide you. Down the path and give you an expected end, give you a hope and give you a future. Listen, for the second time, we're, we're kind of wrapping up. We'll pick it up tomorrow night. This is Prayer International Radio, if you're just tuning in. And this is the worship and intercession portion for this month. Whereas the first fruit, we're talking about prayer. 
We just want to thank everybody. We'll be praying for everybody. If you have prayer requests, leave them in the chat room. If you want to leave information where we can reach you at a later time, feel free to email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. And you can also check us out at www.prayerinternational.org. Listen, this is Chris Herzog, and we are signing off. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just ask you to bless everybody listening tonight. Father, be touched them by the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, your kingdom come and your will be done. Father, just reveal yourself to my Lord, we just thank you, Father, for what you're doing in our lives. We thank you, Lord, that Christ is leading and guiding and blessing your people right now, Father. And, Lord, we just ask, Father, your kingdom come, your will be on earth as it is in heaven. So, Father, take provide for their needs. Take care of every person that's listening tonight, Lord God and those that they're standing in prayer with. Father, I just ask, Lord God, your blessings over our nation, your blessings over earth, and Lord God, let your glory cover the earth as the wealthy. In Jesus' name, amen. I just want to thank you, and we will be back tomorrow night. Christ signing off. Yeah.